0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking with Bungie. Yep, that's when all the trucks are going to go by. We're going to have one of those kinds of podcasts here. I am seated in my home, the home where we have lived for the past decade or so, and the home out of which we will be moving in the very near future. In fact, this is the weekend of all weekends. It is the first weekend of October. And of all the weekends to choose to use as the weekend where we move out, somehow it ended up being this weekend when we formally move to our new home. Those of you on the Facebook page are familiar with some pictures of the new home, and if you watch the videos on Death by Bungie on the YouTube channel, you've seen the new trophy room, which is at that new home. The reason this is kind of a poor weekend to choose for moving We'll be officially moving on Sunday, but the reason this is a poor weekend is because tomorrow is the first day of the Pennsylvania crossbow season. The first day of the 37 days of awesome, which this year is extended to 43 days of awesome. Can you believe that? That's awesome. And that is exactly what it is. Going to be awesome this year because we're back in business with crossbow seasons here in Pennsylvania. Bungie, Bungie. and I are excited, but more importantly to me as a first-generation crossbow hunter is the fact that my daughter Genevieve, who is now joining me for this podcast, to say hello, Miss Genevieve. Hey guys. <laughs> that's Genevieve. Uh, never ceases to amaze me. I had no idea that she was going to say hi, guys. That's. She's got her own little way of doing this stuff, that's for sure. So hopefully <laughs> hopefully that is something that sits well with you folks that are listening to this, you friends of Bungie. But Genevieve and Bungie Jr., you're going to be getting on a deer tomorrow, hopefully, huh? Yeah. Okay, so the plan is... we're Tell them about where we're going to be hunting.
1: I am going to be hunting under the 100-year-old apple tree.
0: Genevieve and her father are both going to be sitting in a blind there, right? Mm-hmm. Have we have spent a little time at that blind looking at it?
1: Yeah, we got it all set up. It's about what 25 yards the apple tree where we got it
0: 25 yards and that is by design i always say we did that on purpose <laughs> the beauty of crossbow hunting is getting up close and personal with deer i talk to people about crossbows and they're like i want to take this 50 yard shot i want to make sure i can shoot 75 yards at a deer if i need to the the hunting part of it the strategy of it the skill of crossbow hunting is not being able to make a 75 yard shot on an animal no no the skill is being able to get that animal to show up and give you a shot opportunity at 20, 25, 30 yards, what have you. We picked 25 on this blind just because the apple tree, I in the past, been as close as 15 yards to the apple tree, but that's just too close. 25 seems to be a nice buffer zone for two reasons. One, the deer feel, feel a little more comfortable every five yards you get away from them. They feel even a little bit more comfortable. But the other important thing is Genevieve with her crossbow, the... Excalibur micro suppressor 355, 350 feet per second, you think?
1: About that, yeah. Yeah,
0: 345 to 355 somewhere in that range. She's shooting with what kind of broadheads you using?
1: I chose the Rage Tripan.
0: 150 grain. Those little 16 and a half inch quills. In this case, we're using the upgraded Pro Flight arrows, right? Yep. <laughs> Got the old Luminox on there, all that good stuff. A 150 grain broadhead, and you're up, I think, around. 385 or something like that. I don't know. I, I'd i have to do the math. Something like
1: that, yeah. It's
0: 265 for the arrow, I believe, and then we've got the extra uh, 315 or so, I think, for the total arrow rig. X-Caliber does recommend, by the way, the extra 50 grains, the, the 150 grain broadhead instead of the 100 grain broadhead. So they do recommend it for those shorter arrows. That was in the literature. And I am happy to oblige that uh, little bit extra front of center with the extra 50 grains up front. That's kind of nice. Plus, I really like those tri-pans. Yeah. Really like them. I'm excited to see how you make out. The purpose of this podcast is, Genevieve, I'm going to do most of the talking because that's my job. I do most of the talking. Yeah. (laughs) But Genevieve is going to give me some feedback here. and We're going to talk a little bit. She's got a tablet. And we are basically going to walk through our strategy, our plan tomorrow, right? Yep. See what our plan is. And she's going to weigh in when you think it's appropriate. You're going to do most of the writing, though.
1: Keep him in line. Keep yeah. me in line. Keep <laughs> me out of
0: trouble. Yep. Tell me when to stop talking or whatever. <laughs> and we are going to put together a list of things we need to make sure we have with us tomorrow. Because the problem is we're kind of living in two places. we got this house here, which we're not completely out of. But all the hunting gear and filming gear and a lot of that stuff is... In different places so some of it's up there and ready to go clothing's all up there I think we'll be in good shape but let's start tomorrow morning first of all we are not hunting right off the bat we are not gonna try and beat the deer into that apple tree now the reason that is the case is in my experience when you're hunting over a food source like this you get in there and those deer you just end up kicking them off the food source and then they don't come back or it takes them a long time to come back so it's best to get in there when they have moved from that food source back to their bedding areas or something like that. Looking at the DeerCast app, I'm very excited about that. I had a little bit of a problem with that. I sent Genevieve a a text today here with a picture from a screenshot from the DeerCast app saying tomorrow is going to be a good day. And sure enough, then I realized I hadn't changed the setting back to from Maine. Since I got back from Maine, I hadn't changed it back to Pennsylvania. So now we've got the accurate DeerCast, and it actually is still good isn't it
1: yeah and i thought it looked kind of cold on that screenshot you sent me there
0: <laughs> it's gonna be a high of 45 yeah. or something you know uh. yeah. but now we're at a high of 55 i think tomorrow which is awesome for an opening day can you ask for anything better no rain partially cloudy high of 55 humidity in the afternoon 30 and above so we are in humidity the barometer i'm sorry the barometer in the afternoon 30 and above and rising what more do you want a good afternoon we are going to be seeing deer i think under this apple tree so we'll get up we have lots of time in the morning i think we head from here in sing in our home to our new home where all of our hunting gear is stored and we need to do what when we get there what do you think it would be a good idea to do before we take your crossbow into the woods
1: scent free shower
0: yeah, we can start there. Okay.
1: That's probably a good idea, Dan.
0: I don't think we want to do that first, though. I think before we do the scent-free shower. And you can write down the scent-free shower. Write that down. <laughs> and we got all the scent-free deodorants and all that stuff. I bought that stuff. Got her her own package of that stuff. So she's got her own separate, uh, you know, HBA. Is that what your mom calls it, HBA? I don't
1: know, something like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: HBA. It's her <laughs> health and beauty kit or something. I don't know, whatever. But that's her mother's thing. So yeah, we got your, all your own separate scent free stuff. So you got to do that. But I was thinking we need to get those crossbows out and shoot them real quick. Now I'm not sure I'm going to be shooting, but I am going to make sure that my crossbows dialed in, get the arrows all set up. You should be writing that down. I am. You don't seem to be writing. You seem to be. That's why my pen. Why do you write in the upper corner of the paper like that? So I
1: got room on the bottom of the page. I got paper... a long list.
0: Paper is cheap. You can just go onto the next sheet of paper, like just write where the lines are and write like regular. What are they <laughs> teaching at school of yours? Good lord, I, I can't even read that. Is it artwork or sight is it writing? in
1: crossbows.
0: Yeah, that's what that says. Okay, Set as long free as you read.
1: shower. <laughs>
0: Alright, all right. so we're going to sight in the crossbows. And you got to get the trepans all set up on the old arrows. And I'll get my Rage crossbow hypodermic 100 grain broadheads all set up on the arrows. I'm probably using my main hunters only because I'm already sighted in for those. Although I will say I do have some pro flights. And for deer, I think ProFlight's a good arrow. I really like the white on it so that uh, if it goes through a deer, you'll be able to see the blood a little bit better. The main hunters are all black, except for the white logo. That isn't as neat. Genevieve's using the old uh, ProFlights, and I think that is more appropriate when you're looking for a blood, to get a sense of the blood, a sense of the wound. It's nice to see the white arrow does hold that up. In a blind, I don't think that'll be too bad.
1: No, I think it'll be right.
0: Pacticams, uh, let's write that down. We will be using a Tacticam off to the side run by remote control, that is the field cam. I've got that all set up, got that all figured out. And just got to make sure all the batteries are charged. Make sure there's cards in them. You should be writing that down too, batteries and cards. And we'll make sure that they are ready to go. We'll hang the one Tacticam in the tree, mount others on the crossbows. Incidentally, you don't know this, but I did purchase a remote for you and a separate Tacticam, so you will have your own field cam and your own bungee junior cam
1: all right going forward
0: both operated by the same remote if i can get them to work as well as they do for me and then i will have the same kind of setup so that way going forward when we go to maryland and those of you friends of Bungie listening to this who didn't know this we are planning on going to maryland together in october I'm returning to pennsylvania and doing some more pennsylvania hunting aren't we yeah we've talked about it. we've actually got some pretty neat little Plenty hunting trips planned here, local stuff, doing the state game lands, even so. That got a lot of neat stuff coming up, and hopefully, it just turns into a deer or two. I don't know. I moved all the meat from our home here to our new home, it's all safely in the freezer up there. And uh, but we've got a whole other freezer. Once we get that freezer moved from this home to the new home, then we have a second freezer ready to fill up. So, we got plenty of room for all this stuff, even though we brought back. 200 pounds of, 300 pounds of pork from the meat and greet. I <laughs> need a separate freezer just for that guy. I've actually given a lot of that to friends and family because there's just so much of that. I mean, normally on a hog, we would have gotten a roast or two out of uh, the back end of each hog, and here we got, uh, you know, six.
1: The roasts they had to cut in half each. They're so big they couldn't fit in the bags. So. The front
0: shoulders on those things. I'm going to have to buy a smoker that is extra sized just to handle that front shoulder and make something out of it. I'm pretty excited about it. So we do have a lot of neat options down the road with that. Yeah, but no shortage of pork, that's for sure. So where are we at here? We have our crossbows sighted in. The lubes, need the lubes. Ozonics. I will be hunting out of a blind. According to Deercast, the wind will be going from behind us to the left out in front of us and to the right now most of the deer will be coming from that same direction so i think we're pretty safe however there is the neighbor's cornfield to where the, the wind is blowing into the neighbor's cornfield up that oh, hill okay if it blows up that hill so deer coming from that cornfield which i have a feeling hang out in that cornfield all day long if they're in the neighbor's cornfield and they come to the apple tree for a treat then they're going to be walking right into the wind but the Ozonics will help counter that. We can mount that on the front end of that blind, and it's perfect. That wind is perfect for the Ozonics coming out of that blind because our scent will go out that front window, and the Ozonics will intercept it, mingle with it, and make that scent, that odor, indecipherable to deer. So that will work. We'll be good there. And I have the battery all charged. That's up to the new house all charged. Okay. So we should be good there. Hmm. A couple of backpacks we're going to need. We've got one for you, one for me. Got to watch what we've got here. We don't want to have too much gear. I'm telling you, getting in and out of there. Now, we've got a real nice bench in that blind. It'll we'll be okay there, but that bench is awfully hard. That's going to hurt our butts. So what do we need? Seats. Butt pads. <laughs> Advil. I need Advil. I got to so take Advil. <laughs> Halfway through this thing, I'm going to take Advil so I can walk out of there. Otherwise, I won't be able to walk out of there.
1: Oh, Benadryl, so we don't start sneezing
0: if you think that would help that would be good and i think the reason Genevieve's bringing that up that's not a bad idea you can write that down there is an issue of oh, water a lot yeah. of drinking got to keep your you got to keep drinking because there's an issue when you're sitting in first of all you're going out for the first set of the season the seasons are changing so allergies act up it's an issue so we do want the benadryl if, if need be i take allergy medication so i wouldn't be taking out benadryl on top of that but The other thing I would suggest is the water, however, because as we're sitting there, as we're getting kind of uh, worn out as time goes on, the dust in the bottom of that blind gets stirred up because that's been sitting there for a month or so. And it has dried the ground out in there. And you're going to run into a situation where that dust gets in your throat and you'll have to cough. So we don't want that to happen. Black clothing. Another thing came up. We need our face masks, gloves, the whole bit. It's going to be cold, so we're going to need coats, extra layers of clothing, all of which are scent-free washed in bins at the new house. So we can run them through the scent crusher, right down scent crusher. Uh, We can run them through that scent crusher uh, to make sure the ozone works on those as well so that we don't have a problem with that long-term. Headlamps. If we are successful in shooting a deer and tracking that deer, I bought you a new headlamp. So there's one up there that we're going to have to put the batteries in and have ready. And we'll make sure that I have my little Cabela's headlamp handy. Flashlight.
1: Mm-hmm. We need snacks, too.
0: Snacks. All right. We're going to have to stop on the way up there at the local Dandy, pick up some Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Yeah. Pop-Tarts are a good all-around nice rustly snack. <laughs> well, there's limits with snacks. Like, what do you do? You know, you can't do the beef jerky. I love beef jerky as a snack. But boy, does that odor, that's going to turn deer off. You can't have that. You can't have that
1: nice meat scent yeah that, wafting that, that that'll the really <laughs> help deer
0: that really inspires deer to come to an apple tree mm, is that uh sodium nitrate or what i'm
1: teriyaki <laughs> is that teriyaki
0: flavored apples or is that what we're doing today so uh you know i don't think that's just uh, can i have extra tabasco on my <laughs> on my apples so i think we want to avoid that the pop tarts are odorless i think but the those wrinkly packages, holy cow. And plus they turned to dust. Man, I had those in Maine, having those Pop Tarts, and it was constantly a situation where they there I just was I'd go home at night and I didn't have to shake the backpack out because it's of yeah. crumbs. So no, well, if that's the worst it gets, then so be it. Drinks, including energy drinks. Man, am I tired right now? I swear I don't think I if I was this tired tomorrow night, I ain't gonna be able to do anything with a beer. Uh Gutton utensils. We're gonna need field dress knife that that knife. The actual skinning knives, we have a friend of Bungie, Dennis, who had shared with us a gorgeous skinning knife, which I hope to be able to put to good use. I hope you can put to good use, kiddo. Yeah. And that skinning knife is at the new house, ready to go. But I have and I have all of our processing knives up there too. And I've got the sharpener up there, but we can run the the field knife there, my little Gut hook and all that stuff through it just to make sure in the basement there are a couple of tools we're going to need there is a hide stripper. And which is a big clamp I have, which is a really nice tool. But There's also that same company makes a real heavy duty. That was unnecessary. I don't know what that is. I'm not going to miss living right here on all the traffic. It's gonna be neat living in a new house where we're kind of off the main beaten path. But You get used to this kind of stuff, but when you're doing a podcast, you don't want the neighbors driving by like that or mowing their lawn or any of that jazz. We have that problem with the Leaf blower. The leaf blower. (laughs) The new house, we do have the lawnmower kid, though. He's a good kid. So we've got the, uh, I mean, that's, you know, you got that kind of stuff no matter where we go. As long as he doesn't show up at the blind, (laughs) you know, wanting to talk while we're trying to shoot deer, like that's not going to work. I don't think that's going to happen, though. (laughs) He's not too close to that location. So we've got that, but there is also a set of a uh, pelvis cutter. I'm just going to have you call it that, the bone cutter. I have that as well. It's a big set of scissors, but they're real heavy-duty, real right. heavy. And it's made by the same company that makes that the clamp. And I don't know the name of that company. I should get that and share that with people because it's very interesting. It's very good, heavy-duty t- stuff so i will try to feature that in a future video or podcast and give you that information on that note kiddo i should mention the deathbybungie.com website the gear page there there is we're now amazon associates and that means that if you purchase an item off the gear page you don't pay any extra for it you don't pay me for it i don't make any money off it except for a referral fee from amazon.com So they actually pay us to refer you to the item. You don't pay more for it. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty good good deal, I think. So if you are interested in the specific gear that I use, I don't know why anybody cares that much about what I use, but if you do, (laughs) some people ask me all the time, and I totally get that. So you can go to that page. And I've actually had a fun time kind of doing those little write-ups. You know, telling people about the experiences I've had with various pieces of equipment. Yeah. I think that's fun. So it's fun to make those little write-ups. Trying to be funny when you write them and all that kind of stuff. And they're actually kind of entertaining little write-ups. So hopefully you'll get a kick out of that and check that out. That clamp and that set of scissors, I'm not doing it justice here, but I will try to do it justice on the gear page on deathbybungee.com. So we're going to drive to the hunting location. We're going to spray down. We need our scent-free sprays. Right? Mm-hmm. walk down the woods on the way down what are we gonna be looking for
1: making sure we're not kicking the deer out
0: right it would help if we had binoculars Okay. break that down let's put the binoculars down we will use those as we walk in then when we get to the blind I've got to hang up the tactic cam we've already written down tact cams mm-hmm. you are going to oh we're gonna need cards for the cameras um, Probably we end up changing camera cards after we either shoot a deer or before we leave for the night. We'll check the cameras, okay? Mm-hmm. Just to make sure we got that done. We're not doing that until the hunting's done and over with. So, and maybe we come back on Sunday and do that, but whatever. We will at least take the cards with us so we can check that. If you shot a deer after the first hour, we'll go check the cameras while we let the deer lay. Then we sit in the blind. You probably need your phone, all that good stuff, but we don't need to write that down. You
1: need take- the C2 crank. That'd probably be pretty helpful.
0: <laughs> That's on you, kid. You've got to have all your crossbow goodies. Yeah, you might want to have that. Yeah. Because <laughs> yep. I'm not cocking it for you. You're, you're stuck with bungee if if you don't bring your crank system and can't cock your crossbow. I I'm not <laughs> trying to do that anymore. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to try and cock that crossbow with a rope or anything. We should have ropes as backups, though, but I think that stuff's handy, so you can write it down. That stuff is a good idea. There is a tripod for the camera, uh, charging all the batteries. You wrote that down already. Yep. I think there is a tripod for a camera in the blind already. So I can do that, or I can freehand the tripod, the, the camera. I can do that if need be. So deer shows up, 25 yards, range finder. Your dad needs to know for sure. I will work the rangefinder while you're getting ready for your shot and getting your confidence up, getting comfortable. A deer shows up, eats apples. I range find the deer, tell you the yardage. Genevieve shall try to plunge a an arrow from Bungie Junior through the rib cage of the deer, right? Yep. And you've got the anatomy down.
1: Yep, I've been practicing a lot.
0: What, looking at online or something. Yeah. Oh, and you got the app too. Yeah, I have the app. What's well, name of the app? You know.
1: It is, uh. Archery Simulator, I think.
0: Look up the name of that app. I want to thank Friends of Bungie for all of their help and support as I've tried to introduce Genevieve to crossbow hunting here. As a second-generation crossbow hunter, she's got the genetic makeup of, of what it takes, you know. You know what I'm saying? You've got the genetic <laughs> uh, part portion of this. But you need exposure to technology, and equipment, and if it weren't for someone giving us a crossbow, I don't think we'd be having this podcast right now. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Genevieve wouldn't be in the, entering the woods with me tomorrow, other than by me requiring her to just sit there and work the camera or something. For her to be interested in hunting really is a result, 100%, of a friend of Bungie who sent us the gift of Bungie Jr. That's a fact. That's. Don't you think that's true?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It really sparked her interest, and it's paid off big dividends. We've had a great hunting opportunity at the meet and greet the second ever death by bungee meet and greet genevieve brought home hogzilla had a great opportunity there really showed her metal and metal is m-e-t-t-l-e really showed her iron will if you know what i'm saying she really uh, was she really persevered so her persistence was evident in that hunt lots of
1: target practice
0: lots of target practice (laughs) but you made three good shots really three consistently healthy good shots the target that you were presented with was abnormally large that's a fact so and there are some things with uh you know down the road are we going to go to a heavier arrow if we do the boar hunting like that stuff like that sure i can see room for that that's not a problem so there's lots of lessons learned too but the end result was exactly what we were going for and i think for deer i think you are set up perfectly arrow wise now what's the name of that app
1: that is Bow Hunt Simulator.
0: Bow Hunt Simulator. It has archery stuff in it. and Tell us about that. What's that do?
1: It's only got uh, traditional bows in it. So it's, it's not really a crossbow app, but it gives you a 3D view of a bunch of different big game animals. And you can change your elevation. You can change the way that it's quartering to you and all that. And after you take a shot... It shows you the exact path that your arrow went through the animal, so you can see exactly what you hit.
0: Ah, so it tells you what vitals you hit. Exactly. Sweet. Yep. So you got a feel for the deer, right? Yep. And I think what you want to do on a deer, am I correct that you want to shoot it head-on? So no. the deer goes all the way through it and comes out the back end? No. What about the opposite? Would you shoot it in the butt and let it come out the front?
1: only in red dead redemption <laughs>
0: yeah, only in video games
1: yeah
0: <laughs> that, that last part was what was referred to as the texas heart shot that's what <laughs> we used to call that um okay so you got a good feel for that stuff and you and i uh, it's for what it's worth i don't want people to get the wrong impression here i don't t- make light of that to me that's one of the most important parts of hunting is proper shot placement and we watch bear hunting videos and deer hunting videos don't we yep and frequently i will pause them and while I am seated comfortably in my easy chair, Genevieve has to get up and go to the television <laughs> and point at the spot where she would aim, and then I tell her if she's right or not. She's shaking her head now. But we've done that more than once, so uh, so we, you've got a good exposure to that. I think we're in good shape. You feel good about that? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And we'll just wait for the right shot. It, you know, if it hams, it hams. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So yeah. it's like like I always say, it's fifty percent. Yeah. Either it hams <laughs> or it doesn't. So one or the other.
1: About flashlights.
0: Um, the big powerful flashlight, yes. So there's okay. one flashlight we were taking in or headlamps. Headlamps already on the list. We locate the deer. We've got the gut hooks. We need gloves for me and gloves for you. And Ziploc bags in which to place the dirty gloves. It's a good idea. Disinfecting wipes to clean our hands off with. Cool. Aspirin. Okay. Your father shall take a single aspirin before he tries to drag a deer out of the woods because that's how people have heart attacks. Oh, we out. got
1: the cart now.
0: And we have a cart now that we can use, yeah. but that's already up there. We don't have to worry about that. I mean, that, We're not taking that down the woods with us. Not until you shoot something. <laughs> so, we got the deer. I hold the flashlight. You do all the work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: then we're gonna, we got bungee straps that come with the cart, so we're good there. And then we will tote the deer up. And then we have a new tripod on which to hang the deer. How cool is that? That'll be awesome. And we'll quarter it up, put it in there. We would stop and get ice on the way home. And then put the ice in the cooler as soon as we got home. And put the deer parts on the ice. That's how that's gonna work. So you're writing that down good? I think that about covers it. I think, really, if we have all the stuff that's on that list, we should be in pretty good shape. What do you think?
1: Yeah. If I can remember all the clothes I gotta wear,
0: make sure they're black. Yeah. Or at least really all you need is you can have as many comfortable clothes on as you want as long as they're scent-free and we have a big black thing to put over on top. Mm -hmm. And I have new masks and stuff, black masks, so we should be in good shape there. And then a hat and gloves and all that good stuff. I don't think you're going to need the toasty toes and the hot hands and all that stuff, but we might throw them in there. You might want to write that down. They're already over at the new house, and we'll just throw a pair of each in the thing in case you you get chilly. I probably will. What boots are we doing? What are you doing for boots?
1: Uh, I'll just wear my regular.
0: You're going to have to wash your boots. Write that down. Yeah. bug spray on them. We're not wearing bug spray into the blind. So we'll scrub them. Ozonics them. Scrub them again with the hose. So, you know what I mean? And then we will. You should be in good shape. And we got scent-free wipes to use to, for the washing of them and everything else. And we should be in good shape. Look at Are you excited? Yeah. <laughs> the nice thing about this, Jennifer, you don't have to get up bright and early, so that that's a big thing. We'll both sleep in. We'll be well rested. We're only hunting half the day. The, the temptation is to get up there and hunt first half of the day, come home, have lunch, go back up, and have the second half of the day. But I'm telling you, really, I think our best bet, because of the the weather, is suggesting that the morning isn't perfect, but it gets it goes from okay on the DeerCast app to good in the evening. And afternoon. So I'm just thinking if we get up there midday when the deer are most likely to be bedded down in their daytime bed, we get in there, sneak in there, and then they come in and investigate the place. It's not like I haven't hunted under this apple tree before. Yeah. It's not like it's new <laughs> and unique. You know, I have a little bit of a feeling as to how often the deer visit the place. But I will say this about apples. Deer love apples. And when you have apples, you...
1: Hunt the apples. You
0: hunt the apples. Exactly. She's a smart kid. She's picking it up. But one thing about apples is they will filter in, in and out all day long. It's like they they want to be the first to get in there and get that apple to get that tasty treat. So they and they know that those things are going to be gone. And every time we've checked it, the grass is beat down. And there's no apples. Yeah. There's like usually one <laughs> apple. Like that's usually the way it is. So hopefully we're sitting there tomorrow and we get to hear a couple of apples drop off of there. If we're really lucky, a squirrel will show up and start knocking apples for you. Boy, that's the best. When he gets up there and he's he gets up in the top of the tree and he's messing around on the top of the tree eating those apples and dropping apples down. All oh, that's the best. Because you just know that the deer cannot resist coming to that. That's about all I got. You got anything else?
1: No.
0: Well, the only way that you folks, listen to this, you friends of Bungie. Are going to be able to find out how tomorrow's deer hunt goes there's only one way to do it and that's to follow death by bungee you can like us on the facebook page there follow that because we'll probably post something on there if we're successful i would try to post something as a community post on the youtube cha- channel as well i can do that but those are really the best ways maybe we'll follow up with a little letter podcast like this to let you know how we made out definitely if we are successful you will have a video Genevieve's first successful deer hunt with Bungie Jr. What's with the trucks, man? I, I was just I was doing a good wrap up here and the truck has the like like now now is when you have to go buy in second gear and change it to the twenty second gear. So hopefully And you can bet there will be a great video if we are successful and if Genevieve kills a deer tomorrow. Hopefully we get a shot at one. I Man, I hope and pray it all goes good. I do have pretty good reasonable confidence here, I think, that we're going to have a pretty good time tomorrow. I think we've got a good shot. The weather is cooperative. The setup that we did, we put a lot of thought into it. Got a little bit different angle than we normally have. It takes a video to really explain that. But we're looking at the most populated part of the tree as far as the apples are concerned, right? So if the, deer, if the apples fall the way they're supposed to fall, there's going to be deer right in front of us. We're going to have them right here at 25 yards Perfect. <laughs> so we put a lot of thought into that and that design. I think we really, we, you know, you can, you can screw up even a perfect setup like that. A gift setup like the 100-year-old apple tree. You could screw that up. But I don't think we did. I think we did all right. So if the deer cooperate tomorrow, we should be in good shape. At least get a shot. And we'll see how we make out, okay? Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to this. And I cannot wait to share with you how we make out. Until next time all hail bungee and
1: all hail bungee jr.
0: sweet i like that <laughs>